0: Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. So you guys, it's a wrap. Summer's over. Tied up with a bow. (laughs) Send it on its way. Uh, School is back in session, at least for the Central Florida area. Um, I know some students actually don't go back to school until September, which is probably cool. I don't know. I've never experienced that before. But here for us Floridians, especially in the Central Florida area, the kiddos started back to school last week. And so it's a wrap. Summer's done. I would have to say that I really enjoyed our summer. Um, I don't know if I've really shared a lot of details with you guys about our summer, but the Jenkins household spent the summer in Pittsburgh. And for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you will know that my son, AJ, is a child actor. I have mentioned that a couple of times on the episode or on the podcast, and um, but I don't know how much details I've actually gone into <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, I probably will do... Uh, An episode with Anthony one of these days just talking about our experience and what that's like. But um, AJ was blessed with an opportunity to uh, work with a Oscar nominated director this summer. And if you guys pay any attention to the media um, or deadline or anything like that, then you are already aware that he is a part of the cast for the upcoming film *The Deliverance*, being directed by the only uh, one and only Mr. Lee Daniels. So, um, that's as much as I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> um, uh, but the the film, uh, was uh, or the movie was being filmed in Pittsburgh, and so the entire family, myself, uh, Anthony Skyland, and AJ were all able to go up there. And, you know, because Skylyn is not in virtual school and school started last week, she and I came back uh, the early part of August to get her all set for sixth grade. So um but summer was great. I had never been to Pittsburgh before and originally I was like what is in Pittsburgh? The only thing and I kid you not you guys you probably will laugh at me. The only thing that I could think of um in regards to Pittsburgh was the Groundhog movie <laughs> um and uh, you know, Pennsylvania Phil. That was it. Like that. I was like, other than the groundhog, what else is Pittsburgh known for? I mean, I get it. I know they have the Steelers and everything, but I am not a Steelers fan. I know, boo to you, Steelers fans Sorry. Um, <laughs> but um, that and because I just I I watched the whole series um or the the three seasons of This Is Us, and I know that they are originally from Pittsburgh, so. That's about it. Like other than that, there was nothing that I knew about Pittsburgh. So it wasn't a city that I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to go. Um, but Pittsburgh is one of the friendliest cities that I've ever been to. Everybody there is really, really nice um, and just helpful. Uh, other things that I would say is Pittsburgh is a very cultural city. Um, I did not realize how much culture it had, like the whole city of pittsburgh was actually fort pitt and skylin and i had an opportunity to visit the fort pitt museum um and i kind of had to relearn history while i was there i mean obviously you lose it if you don't use it and i was not like a history major or anything like that so a lot of the information that i learned in school which probably wasn't even learned accurately but um, a lot of the information that I learned in school, I have forgotten, especially when it comes to history. So when I was visiting the museum with Skyland, it was just really interesting to relearn or even to realize some truths that I didn't realize as a kid in regards to the the wars that went on there, like especially with the, you know, the Indians, uh you know, trying to be allies with the British to help them fight against the French, you know, because so the French were coming in trying to take their land and then all of a sudden the British turned on the Indians because they wanted the land too. It was just, I was reading and I was like, dang, this is really messed up. And I mean, it's stuff that I know, but like really re- reading the details of how things happened and what took place and some of the quotes that they had up there by some of the generals. I was like, dang, this is messed up. Um, I think I did actually do a quick reel of our tour of the um, Fort Pitt Museum. And it's on my Instagram page if you guys want to go check it out. But that was really, it was really cool um, going there. Some of the other places that Skyland and I got to go to was to the Carnegie Science Center, which she really had a great time there. And then we visited the Children's Museum, but Skyland was so over it. (laughs) I actually just recently posted... um, a a reel of our visit to the children's museum and let me just mind you just in case any of you plan to visit pittsburgh or if any of you are pittsburgh listeners um the children's museum is really for ages nine and under like do not take your preteen 10 and up there at all It's not for them. It really isn't. The only thing that excited Skylin about the museum was the little STEM area that they had where she was able to play with the robots and then the art area because she was actually able to like do art like she created a painting. But other than that, she was over it. She was just like, no, no. And I I realized that it it probably I I don't maybe I missed it on the website when I was checking it out because I did my research and I want to talk about that with us moms. Like I did my research before going to Pittsburgh to figure out what places I would be able to take the kids, especially Scotland, because I knew AJ was going to be working like for His schedule was pretty much Monday through Friday. He was on set. So the only time AJ really had any time off was on the weekends. So his days were filled with work for him. But for days that I didn't go to set with him, it was me and Skye. And so those were our adventure days. We would go out just exploring and sightseeing, you know, just to, you know, learn about Pittsburgh. So I did my research before going up there just to find out where were the places that you know i could go and shout out to my friend uh natalie she is like one of the best um itinerary makers uh when it comes to like vacations and everything she's always telling me about the fun things that her and her family does whenever they go on vacation so i did hit her up to ask her if she knew anything about pittsburgh and she was able to like send me the website VisitPittsburgh.com that showed me all the things, and so I was really able to check it out. One of the things that we did not get to do that um, I thought would have been interesting is, is that there are a lot of historical churches that played a part of the Underground Railroad in Pittsburgh, and I, I didn't know that. And they actually do a walking tour of those churches. So it was my intent before we left to do a walking tour of, of the churches and to see where, you know, slaves were actually hidden, you know, to represent the Underground Railroad. And we didn't get a chance to do that. So that may be, a, you know, a reason to definitely go back so we can do that. Um, but, yeah, it was just a great time. I, I really enjoyed um, hanging out with with Skyland, it just gave us a lot of mommy-daughter bonding time. You know, we went on the two inclines. They have one incline called the Duquesne Incline, which actually goes a little bit higher than the other one. And I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right or not, so you guys don't hold it against me, but it's called, like, the Mongoli Incline. It's actually named after, like, the river. So there's three rivers in that you know, kind of surround the little Pittsburgh area and it's the Allegheny River, the Mongoli River and then the Ohio River, like literally Ohio is two skips and a hop (laughs) from Pittsburgh. Um, like we couldn't even go visit family that was in Philly because it would have been like a four to five hour drive. And we were just too concerned about the fact that, hey, AJ only has the weekends. We would be spending a lot of time on the road just to be there for one day. So we weren't able to visit. Plus, you know, um, with him working on a film and COVID still being a real thing, we wanted to be cautious about that as well. But what I really want to talk to you guys um, about today and the reason why I'm bringing up like wrapping up summer is is that us moms do a lot like and you know last week I talked to you guys about this that are both like you know the whole thing like why do I need to choose between being a involved parent or an involved wife and having a career when I could do both right. But I think. We have realized or come, at least me, I have come to the assumption that you can have both, but you may not be able to have both at the same time um, because at some point, one of the other is going to suffer. It's really about finding a balance that works for you and where you're going to put a little bit more attention to. Um and then there it could be the situation where you've really worked it out well where you can put some of the attention you know mainly on your family and then like during those peak seasons for your job okay it's like the family understands so you're able to do that so whatever works for you works for you but at the end of the day I just feel women have a lot going on like I think about my whole summer um you know and I'm gonna do an episode too about like the seasons that we go through in life, and I'm talking about our spring, summer, fall, winter seasons and how it correlates to like just our spiritual aspect as well, but that's not today. But what I want to say in regards to summer is is that here it is, summer is kind of like a a downtime, it's, it's a downtime, sorry, and it's a downtime mainly for, for those who are working in the school system because obviously you get the full two months off depending on what district you work in or what school system you work in you may get like the full two months off or whatever to have your downtime right that doesn't necessarily work for working parents because they're trying to find these summer camps to put their kids in because they don't necessarily get the summer off, right? You're still working unless you work for yourself or unless you've got a job where you're just like, okay, I'm going on a two month sabbatical with my kids. I'll be back in the fall <laughs> with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you work that out? So you're planning these summer activities, these summer camps, these different things for your kids to do so that they can be involved in stuff, right? And then summer's over and it's back to school. But the planning doesn't stop because now we're over here trying to get school supply lists together. We're trying to do back to school shopping. And even if your kid may go to a school That has uniforms and everything. You still gotta buy the uniform shirts, the uniform bottoms. If your school is that strict and they want the kids only wearing navy blue or white socks, you gotta go buy the socks. They always need a new pair of school shoes. I mean, it seems like these kids are grown. I mean, I know that they're grown, but it's just like over the summer. Maybe it's because they're not getting the school lunch anymore and they're getting at-home lunch. They just shoot up a little bit quicker. I don't know what it is, but it's like you do all of this planning. And what I found frustrating, and maybe this is just my vent or my rant um, episode, but what I found frustrating this year with back to school supplies is that um, Scotland is going to a brand new school that just recently got built. So, normally, all of the school supply lists per grade level, at least this is how it was in elementary school. And so, this is my first time having a middle schooler. So, you middle school moms, if you're like, Hannah, what are you talking about? This is how it always is. Go ahead and share the information and the feedback with me. But for me, who has just been for the past six years dealing with grade school, I've been dealing with elementary. And they would send the school supply list out like it would be posted on the website but then they would also sell it out to the local like um stores like you know your walmart your target uh your not best buy what is that other place called office depot i think it's office depot and staples i don't shop there it's too expensive to be buying school supplies from there unless i'm buying a printer yeah not even printer paper i will pick that up from walmart or target but anyways i digress um (laughs) but what i'm saying is is that normally the school supply list per grade because the grade levels would come together to say what they wanted and they would send it out so you would know exactly what you need to buy for your kids and i would be set because especially during um coming back from the pandemic i started ordering all of my stuff on amazon um for the kids so i didn't even have to step foot in the store because it's just ridiculous with how many people be in the store trying to buy stuff, school supply um school supplies for their kids right but this year they sent out a generalized list but then you know there's a little asterisk at the bottom that that says that oh um specific applies may specific supplies um may be a, there may be additional supplies specific to the teacher or something like that it said and i was like so when do i find out what the teachers specifically want oh you didn't find that information out until um, meet the teacher which was conveniently after tax free week but I digress, I ain't even gonna talk about that. So I found myself having to go back to the store yet again to go and buy these school supplies. And at this time, like for me, I I try to get to the stores early so that I can get all this stuff done, but nope, I got there and when I say everybody and a mama was up in the store, everybody and a mama was up in the store. And I was just like, my goodness, like the lines had about the aisles had about 10 people inside of it. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness, I just I just need to go get that composition notebook. I just need to get it. Like, can can y'all like move? Because you standing there, you trying to figure out, can't I just want it. It's fine. But my point is, is that I, I, for me, I see that we are constantly planning activities, right? I, and, and or maybe this is just me, because here it is. I'm planning the whole back to school stuff she said now even AJ said he's in virtual school he's still up in Pittsburgh with his dad but I wanted my baby to still feel like you know he was having his first day of school so he had his little book bag his brand new outfit and yes he sat there right at the desk with his studio teacher (laughs) doing his online virtual work but it's fine so you plan all this stuff you make sure they have all the supplies and you send them off to school right but then it's like, all right, now it's time to start planning what activities they're going to do during the school year. So, Anthony and I are over here sitting on the phone with each other talking about the different activities that the kids want to do. Hey, kids, do you guys want to continue taking your art classes? Do you want to continue, you know, with tennis? Do you want to try a new sport? What sport are you going to And you're planning all of these different activities to do with your kids. And I'm just like... They can't drive themselves. Now, I can't speak for those of y'all who got teenagers who are licensed-carrying teenagers who can drive themselves to and from their extracurricular activities. But I realized that as a parent, I am setting my uh, myself up for the okey-doke because I'm literally over here planning out all of these after-school activities and extracurriculars for them to do that. Who has to take them to? Me. So that is putting it on my schedule. So here I am trying to be that... Um, I don't know, what do we call us parents that are, you know, involve your children in the decision making? Like what is it that you wanna do? I'm over here involving you into what you wanna do, but it's creating a schedule for me. Like, when when does mom get some downtime? Like my summer wasn't really for me because I was engaged, I was doing all the things with my kids and having fun and giving them an experience to remember, and then here it is, back to school, you're thinking, oh, I got downtown now because, you know, they're back in school, I get my six hours during the day back to myself. But then when those six hours are over, and six hours go by rather quickly, when they're over, it's like, okay, mom, now it's time for tutoring. Now it's time to go to tennis. Now it's time to go to art. Now it's time to go to soccer. Now it's time to go to basketball. Now it's time to go to dance, like all of the things. And then you know what I'm going to do? And I don't know if this is somebody else out there. But when winter break comes, oh, no, let's let's rewind a little bit. There's Thanksgiving break, right? And I don't know if all school districts does this, but I know here in Central Florida, the kids get that entire week of Thanksgiving off. So that entire week of Thanksgiving, I got to find something for them to do as well. I used to try to look for these camps to send them to, but I was just like, it's too expensive to send them to a camp for just one week. I got two kids. That's another thing like. It's hard to send your kids to these camps out here because these camps are expensive. Like, even when I was looking at the camps during the summer because I thought about, oh, maybe I should sign Skylin up for a, a camp in Pittsburgh to get her, you know, to, you know, engage with or socialize with other students. And I'm looking like for one week, it's $325 for one week. Like, that's somebody's car note for the month. But that's how much you want for just one week of watching my kid and and my child is not even in your care for that long. They're in your care for like six hours a day. I get it. I mean, I used to work for an after school program and I used to do their summer programs and so I understand that it takes a lot of work because you got the staff to pay for you got the field trips that you got to pay for that you include into their packages and if you offer lunch and offer snacks that you you know all of that is included but I'm just like dang $325 is still a lot of money for just one week it's a lot for just one week so just imagine the kids who are going there all summer imagine the kids of parents who have siblings so you got multiple kids that you are putting into these programs why does it cost so much money it makes me sometimes wonder like do i want to go into that business for myself but then i think about it having to deal with other people's kids for that long a period of time again in my life as i am older no i don't want to do that never mind but it's just difficult so no i don't send them to the the one week camp I I mean, there are certain times that we will make the sacrifice for certain things, but no. So during Thanksgiving, I try to, or during that week, I'm already looking into different resources or different places that I can take them that we can go during that week so that they can have fun during Thanksgiving. And then there's Christmas break when they're out for another two weeks. And then there's spring break. And then after spring break, what is it? It's summer. I feel like. I am always planning for stuff for my kids to do year round. Now, how do y'all feel about that? Do you think that like, oh, no, you should take a break, take a break from doing all these activities, but it's good for their enrichment. Right. And that's really what like I want to talk about, like exposure, the exposure that we give our kids to different things. Like that's one of the things that Anthony and I really believing is exposing our kids to different things and not just the same old same old because for me personally you know um even after this this summer that we spent in in pittsburgh i spent a lot of times talking to the crew members and you know like the makeup artists and the special effects makeup artists and i would ask them how did you get into special effects makeup? Like, it's one thing to become a makeup artist, but you're a special effects makeup artist. Like, they're the ones who come up with, like, the mask. And, you know, if you ever watch these shows, like, even with Tyler Perry and how, you know, they're able to make him look like an older woman. Like, those that's a career. Like, how did you get into that type of career? What, you know, what inspired you? And one of the answers from one of the guys He was just like, oh, my dad's friend bought me a monster kit. Like, it was like the Frankenstein monster. It was a monster kit, and he just thought it was so cool. And then when he went off to high school and they had drama and they needed, you know, he got into it. And so he ended up going to school for it. And I was like, man, that's amazing, you know. And now there's this show called, I think, The Glow Up on Netflix, something. But it's a makeup artist show that I, you know— skylin and i started watching together because skylin likes makeup and so i was just like have you ever thought about this as a career like trying to tell her and teach her like hey i'm not telling you to pick your career right now but have you ever thought about like do you really like makeup that much that you would want to make that your career like you're that passionate about it do you realize that there are other things that you could do with makeup like it doesn't just have to do the regular you know you know glamour type makeup but you could do special effects like just opening her mind to these different things and so yeah even though summer is a wrap and you know we're back to school my thing is is that I don't think kids just need to be exposed to what they learn in school yeah yeah get your education get your smarts uh try to retain the information that you learn in history (laughs) your math class and your science class um so that you can keep that into your adulthood but at the same time like it's not just about what we learn in the school books. It's about some of the expo- being exposed to stuff outside of school that could potentially lead to a career for you. You know, like even now, content creation or content creators, that was not a particular job that people were told about back in school. Like it was something that was created. I can't tell you how many you know, um, professionals I have spoken to that said that like the title that they have at their job was created specifically for them because they, you know, came up with a you know, they were able to meet a particular need that had no, I guess, identity or, you know, it didn't need, they didn't realize that, oh, we need one particular person to focus on this and that's how they got their job. And so that's why like, as Time consuming as it can be to focus on all these different activities, I want to expose my kids to as much as I can. Like, that's one of the reasons why, even while we were up in Pittsburgh, I spent time going to these different museums with Skylin just to expose her to different things. She likes art. So we went to a lot of art museums so that she could see different textures and different types of art. That there's painting, there's drawing. I mean, there was one, um, it wasn't a sculpture, but it was one art piece that we saw where the artist took the labels from... I can't. It's this Irish butter. It's and You guys may know what I'm talking about. It's in the gold and green wrapper. Um, well, it's a gold wrapper with a green label on it. And the it's an Irish butter and it starts with a K. You may know exactly what I'm talking about. But anyways, they took the wrappers from this butter and they built like a museum. And I was just showing her, I was like, you can take something that simple. That's, the, that's where that saying comes from. Like one man's trash is another man's treasure. Like somebody turns it into something beautiful. So she was seeing how that could be used um, for art pieces. That crochet and quilting is considered an artwork. You know, it's just done differently. So it was opening her mind up to different ways of of, of using art and being an artist and creating things you know and Scotland is really into that that type of stuff so like even this um this not this summer (laughs) summer's over uh but no this fall you know she's starting back up her art classes again and so this time we told her well let's try something different because you know the last two cycles that she was in with her art class she was doing um painting and drawing which she really really loves and we know that but we were just saying again open your horizons to new things you might like something else so this time around she is going to be doing a film class where like they're doing the 35 millimeter film and going into a darkroom and developing their own pictures and I think that is going to be an amazing experience for her But then she's also going to be taking a digital photography class where she's going to be learning how to You know, take her own pictures. And hello, we have a family-owned business called Greater Entertainment where we do photography and videography. So, I mean, hey, you never know. This might be our next upcoming um photographer. If you guys want to get your headshots done, or you need your kids to get headshots done, or just birthday pictures or whatnot. But anyways, (laughs) I know I'm just like putting her out there. But I mean, just opening them up to those those different things. Like um, she has been doing tennis for a while. But we're going to be signing AJ up for homeschool tennis since he is still going to be in virtual school. And we want to definitely keep him active during the day, you know, since he's not going to class and he's not going to be, you know, socializing with his friends like Skylin gets to. So it's very important to try to find things for him to do during the day where he can connect. And so these are kind of some of the things that I said that, you know, Anthony and I are going to do a podcast and just talk about. What it's like being parents of a child actor. Because I would say one of the hardest things that I have found right now is finding other families in our same situation so that, you know, AJ has somebody that he can connect with that understands. What it is that he does because his friends know like oh yeah, I have a friend who does acting, but when they call him during the day and he's on set and it may be he doesn't answer his phone on set so it, it may be a time where you know he's on a break um, and he's sitting in the green room or something or in his trailer and his friends will call and he was like I'm at work right now here his he my son is 10 and he's like, I'm at work not all of his friends are able to understand that but a fellow you know um a f- colleague, in the industry who's also 10 who's also doing this they understand it and so it's being able to you know connect him with other people that are like-minded so that you know he are un- they understand uh what it is that he's dealing with so you know that's that's one of the reasons why you know i plan um different things for the kids to do just to keep them active. But I realize like I'm I'm basically filling up my own schedule with doing that. But I love it. And and that's why I say that, you know, relating back to the previous episode, I relate it to it depends on the person. It depends on the type of mom, the type of employer slash employee that you wanna be you know, and the type of wife that you want to be. Uh, I think a lot of the times we spend so much uh, trying to defend our choices in life that we don't just give acknowledgement to the fact that, hey, this is, this makes me happy. You know, um, I want to do both or I will choose between this or that because I don't want to neglect another area. And I know that one of those areas in some time frame will get neglected because it's hard to give the exact same energy to both things because the two things are not equal. They're not. Your job is not equal to your family, Um. And then again, that could just be my perspective on things. I think that family is more valuable than a job because at the end of the day, even if you're the CEO, that company will still run without you. Um, Can your family survive without you? I mean, eventually, yeah, they can't, they are able to move on without your presence there, but your presence will be felt, it will be missed. Not to say that your presence wouldn't be felt and missed at your company either but i think the transition for the company would probably be a lot easier than for your family because i think sometimes and i'll just speak for myself i sometimes forget how important my presence is to my family like all the schedules i just told you all about like somebody has to keep that organized you know i (laughs) i am the structured one i am the organized one I'm the one that, you know, keeps it all together. And and Anthony and I balance each other out because sometimes I do forget to put something on the calendar and he'll remember. So, you know, it's it's a team effort. But at the same time, just like his presence would be missed because of all that he does for our family, mine would be too. And so that's why we always have to remember how important we are to the people that we love and how important the people we love are to us. And sometimes, you know, that's, a little bit more important than what society considers to be successful. But we weren't talking about success today. Today we were talking about summer being wrapped up <laughs> and now just starting a whole new phase of things to get into. So anyways, I hope you guys got something out of the episode today. This episode really was just me ranting about like all the things that moms have to do because we are always on the clock. There is no taking your hat off like oh I'm not a mom anymore no you you be mommy and even when you don't want to be mommy and even when you try to take your mommy vacations and stuff there is still somebody that's trying to pull on you and get you to be like i need you to mom me right now so anyways but i hope y'all got something out of the episode i thought it, i hope it was lighthearted and just made you laugh and made you just think about all the things that you got to do this upcoming school year as well um like pto or pta depending on where you are and being on the board oh that's a whole nother subject anyway let me go all right y'all until next time peace out world <laughs>